Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Devil's Cut Podcast. This is episode number four. Episode uh, four coming at you straight out of Midtown. Out of Midtown Kitchener, yes. That's we right. are uh, Today we're going to be talking about uh, the best and then very briefly the worst cover songs <laughs> of all time, or at least our, our favorites. Yeah. Um, but first things first, a couple housekeeping things. Murray, I want to tell the, the listeners how to get a hold of us. Absolutely. You, there's a couple ways to get a hold of us. You can tweet us or follow us on Twitter at Devil's Cut Pod. That's right, Devil's Cut Pod. Or you can email, email us, Gmail, Devil's Cut Podcast at gmail.com. And then all of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud. Uh, just search for Devil's Club Podcast as well as uh, on iTunes. Uh, and all three of our previous episodes are up are up already. Um, speaking of mail. listener email, yeah, let's yeah. let's go to some some We've got some mail. Got. It's, it's been a banner week. Yeah, you know what, Murray? I was looking up our SoundCloud statistics. Our very first episode got 54, le- 54 listens. And I think we're averaging right around forty listens nice. for all three episodes. So I don't know going if that's, downhill. That's, I don't know that's if that, great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that, you're right. Okay, that's one way to look at it. I I'm surprised we even had more than ten. So uh, mm-hmm. honestly, I knew I was going to listen to it. Yep. I knew you were correct. And then maybe one of our wives. True. True. But, true. True. So I was expecting three. And I'm not even certain. I'm not sure that. Uh, my wife has listened to an entire episode. I'm just, oh I, well, my. mind you, I, I, she, we edit, I edit a lot, so she's, she probably listened to a so lot she of snippets it. of it, yeah. But, um, but yeah. Anyways, we're happy that you guys are listening. Um, this is totally a labor of love. Also, just something random we do on Friday. Plus, we love music, so uh, we're happy to right. talk about it. But we appreciate each and every one of you. Um, okay, we have uh, mail. I'll read the first one. Do you want to read the first one? <laughs> Okay, um, so this is from uh, uh, one of our listeners, I'm assuming. Uh, He goes by the name of Anu D, which to me sounds very (laughs) East Coast-ish. It is, like uh, Nova Scotia specifically. Yeah, I think think it's a very common lower Sackville name. It is. Anu. He sounds like a fighter, lower (laughs) Sackville fighter. He sounds like he's got a good left hook. Mm. Deadly. Um, anyways, there's actually no um, there's no content in the actual email. The, the subject <laughs> line, however, says Mike is a tattle. Mike, do you do you know what this? It's dated July 27th. Do you know what this particular email is about? Uh, I, I believe I do. D- is it something that we should share? On, I believe on I do. Air or no? Well, I mean, it's it's it it basically uh, comes down to uh, this this listener, right? And he was expected to watch someone's house. While they are away. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Expected to watch some of the house. Um, I get a frantic text okay. asking if I could then watch the house oh, because wow. they forgot about it. Right. I mean, it's disrespect, basically, <laughs> is what it, what it boils it down to. It sounds really irresponsible, too. It does. So I ended up watching the house, and you know, I let the people know whose house I was watching that <laughs> that I did it. Right. I mean, I feel like. I feel like they wanted to take credit because the house was in immaculate condition <laughs> when I left it. Right. And I feel like they wanted to take credit for that. And honestly, uh, I don't think that that should stand in, in society. So I let them know. That's so lower, lower Canadian. It's so lower Canadian. And, you know, some call me a hero. I, you know, I some think you're a hero. I think I, you should be. I'm, I'm a pretty humble guy, so I'm not going to take agree. the hero label. But 
some call me that, and and that's great. Yeah, I think you did this Anu D guy a solid. Has mm-hmm. he ever repaid you? Like, has he ever like this? This is my re- repayment right here. Yeah, your reparation is Mike is uh, a tattle. Mike is a tattle. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's the first of two emails from we Anu got two. D. Like I said, um, it's a banner week. The second one also was from Anu D. Yeah. So w- this one uh, is the subject line is uh, electropop. Do you want to read that's this right. out sure. there? Sure. Right. Um, so there's actually content to this one. Nice. Um, from Anu D. I love electropop. My favorite genre for a while, artists like Penguin Prison, Crazy P, formerly Crazy Peppies. Nice. And a lot of others. Can you guys do a podcast covering the genesis of electropop? When did it, uh, where did it come from? And is there a Canadian slash local talent? Signed AD. Nice. We will definitely, you know what? Maybe we can do that for our, uh, maybe for our next episode, maybe episode. Take a uh, look at it. Yeah. Six, five or six. You know what? It would be really cool to have, uh, if he's available, I know D, if he's not busy uh, watching, not watching other people's houses. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anu D can maybe, uh, can maybe, uh, be our guest. That'd be uh, great. For that episode. But, uh, anyways, thanks for all the emails. Great um, emails. Uh, appreciate, appreciate it. it. We'll read anything like we said on air or uh, on our podcast. But uh, so be forewarned, Anudi, that if you send anything to us, we're going to read it out loud. All right. Well, should we get to it? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, awesome. So today's episode is best and uh, worst podcast. Uh, sorry, podcast. <laughs> best and worst uh, <laughs> uh, covers of songs. So let's get right to it. Absolutely. Okie dokie. So, Murray, I, I think the question needs to be asked, um, what makes a good cover? And I'm very interested to know uh, your thoughts on this yeah. because I think we have, we share similar views. But what, what makes a good cover? All right. So I think, I think it, there's a lot that goes into a good cover. One, you want to sort of make it your own. Yes. Right? So you want, it, you want to make it your own. You want to put that spin on it. As an artist, I think a lot of people um, – or a lot of artists want to do that. They want to make it their own. Mm-hmm. And but I think in doing that though, you you kind of have to find what made that song good in the first place. So what made that song a good song? Okay. And hold on to that part. Okay. So the essence of the song, I guess. Fair enough. Um, yeah. You want you want to hold on to that piece. So make it your own, but hold on to that part that was that made that song good or relevant when it first came out. N- now as as an artist, do you, I mean, I, covers are kind of one of those things where, um, you know, if you really are terrible at it, you can kind of pass it off as, yeah. well, it's just a cover, right? But if true, it's true. actually yeah. good and, you know, heaven forbid, it's actually better than the original. Which then you does can, happen sometimes. Then you can yeah. actually, you know, it's a claim to fame. My question is, what if the original song was shit? Like, yeah. what if it, like, sucked to begin with? Because we're, we're going to go over uh, uh, various lists of, of best cover songs of all time, you know, from mm-hmm. The Telegraph, from Enemy, from Guardian, a bunch of other publications. Um, and some of the original songs were actually pretty garbage. It's true. It's true. Um, you know, and I would much rather listen to the cover than the actual original itself. So, yeah. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about that? Like, what, like it's is, a, That's a great point. And I think, I think songs are like people in a lot of cases where there's always usually something good about it. Um, obviously it caught someone's ear if they're covering it, if they're looking at it. So if you can still hold, even if it's a tiny sliver 
of goodness from that song. Right. And you change it, right? You can change it, make it your own. But holding on to the, even just a little bit of essence, mm-hmm. I think that's what would make a good cover. So I guess my next question is, Murray, then, you know, we have, you and I have compiled our own list, mm-hmm. I guess. Like wh- that one aspect that you mentioned that, you know, either on the one hand making it your own as an artist, but also keeping that sort of essence of the original song, which of the songs that you've kind of like, you, you know, your favorite sort of covers, which of those kind of fit that bill, in your opinion? I think uh, some of my top ones, for sure. And this, this one actually makes a lot of lists, too. But it's a Sinead O'Connor when yes. she covers Prince. Right. Right. Uh, Nothing Compares to You. It's a song. We're Great to. song. Yep. It's, I mean, that's one that I feel like some people don't know that it's a cover. Some don't, um, if you're not huge into music, mm-hmm. because that song, Shane O'Connor's version, was way bigger than the Prince version. It was, yeah. I don't even recall what album. What album did I come? I mean, yeah. Anyways, but yeah. So, so what, and that's a risk. I mean, covering Prince. That's Prince. <laughs> pretty risky. I mean, Prince is one of the greatest mu- musicians of all time, right? Yes. I, mean, I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Rest, God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But uh, I mean, that that's bold, right? You really got to have some confidence to do that, to pull that off. And I think she nailed it with that. Right, right, right. I, it, so it, is there original, you know, I actually haven't even heard the original uh, Prince version. Oh, really? Is it similar at all to the way Sinead O'Connor sings her version? Or um, so it... Sinead O'Connor's a little more raw. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember the video for the song. Just her just face, her right? Face. Just her yeah. face, yeah. So yeah. that's kind of like that's kind of like what the song is. Very, it's just, uh, it's very, Tom York, very Tom York. Very Tom York. What's that one video <laughs> where they're fucking filling the fishbowl with his face in there? <laughs> what is that? Is it? Oh, is man. it Radiohead or is Radiohead. it Radiohead? No, it is Radiohead. Because I can just see his like lazy eye. Yeah. Just like yeah. He's doing this like man. This happens all the time. <laughs> But they're filling. It looks like a fishbowl. What the hell it, song? That probably does happen to Tom York. York what the hell time, so. song is that? That's uh, making it. That's making the eye fucked up. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that one. But yeah, he was born with his eye like closed, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. To, like yeah. slice it open. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. like that. It's just her face, um, in like a black background, shaved head, shaved head. Yeah. 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 And Prince's is pretty. Prince's isn't like Smaller? overdone like print. Like, okay. It's not like a you know. There's no like crazy like big band or anything that okay. it's, it's still it's still pretty simple but i think Sinead takes that that sort of the the raw motion yeah that you know that's the essence of the song and okay. makes it and really amplifies that okay it's, interesting it's it's well done it's well done um sort of similar vein like one of my if i'm looking at my list mm-hmm. uh one of my favorite um covers of all time is definitely Jeff Buckley's version of, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen, yeah. So, well, hallelujah. Yeah. yeah I, so, okay, I know I'm Canadian. I'm supposed to like, <laughs> no, I'm supposed to love yeah. uh, Leonard Cohen. Eh, he's okay. I don't mind him. Um, but, so, I actually, the first version of, of Hallelujah that I've ever heard was Jeff Buckley's. Mm. I bought Jeff Buckley's album, I think, probably grade 11, grade 12. Grace? Um, Jesus. Uh, what's that one? April Wine? That's a great song. April Wine? Okay. I think you're talking about the band April Wine. No, 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 no. no. Okay, <laughs> never mind. No, no, no. It's <laughs> something wine. It's something called wine. Grace. That one's called Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. there's a song on there. Song. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Jeff Buckley, really haunting voice. His oh, version yeah. of Hallelujah. It's um, very good. If I could just read the, uh, I actually made uh, another uh, best best covers list, but uh, uh, here if I can just find it. Bring that up. 
Yeah, no, I agree. That's a that's an amazing cover. Right, and so here, this is actually the Telegraph. It made the the Telegraph's uh, fifty best covers. But um, mm-hmm. in terms of like, I, I I've heard the original cover, uh, or the, sorry, the original version, Leonard Cohen's version. I mean, he's got a much it's a baritone voice, very low. Is oh low? yeah, it's yeah, it's so low and raspy, and like he's not a singer, right? Like, no, no, he's not a singer yeah, at it's all. It's like spoken word, he's, right? Yeah, and that's basically what he does now. He just speaks. And he, he, you know, he's a he's a poet, right? And right. He, he kind of looks like Leonard Nimoy. Am I? Is that my yeah, only one? Am I the only one? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if I'm reading this uh, on the Telegraph website, um, key moment of this song, it says the serene, sustained falsetto note towards the end, and uh, yeah. I, Leonard I mean, can't do falsetto. No, no. Jeff Buckley, I think, was pretty much born singing a falsetto when he came out of the uh, came out of the. <laughs> that's what he that's tried. Gonna, that's going to make Perfect that fucked up. Yeah. Um, but just really haunting song, just really beautiful. And for me, there's been other versions, pretty good, pretty good versions of the song as well. But for me, forever, uh, Jeff Buckley's version will always be the one yeah. that I will remember. 19, again, 1993. Yeah. Wow. Again, God rest his soul. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Buckley. Yeah. Did he? Was he part of the Twenty Seven Club too? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know his age when he died. But um, what? Okay, here, here's a question for you. Uh, kind of a tangent. Sure. Is there is there a contemporary Jeff Buckley? Is there somebody kind of like right mm. now who's like as as know. you know genius level as Jeff Buckley is or, or was? was? Yeah. Um, like yeah, Bonnie Vare. Bonnie Vare is he? Bonnie Vare. Yeah. He there? I mean. He, Jeff Buckley was like he was so like hyped right when that was he was, so I, yeah. I didn't know that okay yeah, so. absolutely he's gonna be like the next big thing right like he was gonna be huge so well, who was he compared to then Jeff Buckley like who was his like uh, predecessor like who would have been see that's what I'm curious yeah. about because his career obviously was cut short I, I, again this is gonna, probably gonna make the I fucked a moment <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure they found the guy face down in a river yeah he that's, drowned he drowned yeah. right yeah in yeah Mississippi yeah. Yeah, yeah he went for uh Went for a swim and an evening swim. Didn't come back, but I mean, yeah. The the strange thing is, he wasn't drunk or like high or anything. He was he just oh. they they deemed it an accident. Interesting, basically. Interesting. But yeah, they did. They found him in the in the in a river, Mississippi River. I think it was in Tennessee or something. He just went for a dip one night and right, right, never, right. Never came back. Um, but yeah, that 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 is a great that is a great yeah. Fantastic I, cover. I think it's the same. I mean, I, and I, you're right. I think most people are introduced to that song, via especially from our vintage, right? Yeah, yeah. Our vintage. Yeah, uh, definitely. Jeff Buckley. Jeff Buckley. So my next question, Murray, is um, I'm looking at both of our lists. Sure. Some of these songs. Uh, transcend different genres. So, for example, the original would have been R and B or pop, and then it became like a punk punk version, yeah. or you know the opposite or whatever. However, sometimes bands pretty much just record it like you know as the original version. Yeah. It's just you know with a slightly with a different singer, therefore a slightly different sound. Um, what's your take on on cover songs that pretty much just match or basically just like us doing karaoke of that song? Like, what do you yeah. think of that? What, See, that's you asked me what I think made a like a great cover. Right. I think that's one of the things that can that can make a bad cover. Oh, it's okay. Just, it's just copying it, sort of, uh, you know, exactly the same. Right. Um, I think it's a fine line. There's, you know, you want to change the song a little bit. You don't want to keep it the same because that makes a bad cover. You want right. to change the song a little bit, but you don't want to change it too much either to make it too, too far away from too, the source material. Too strange. Yeah. yeah. 
too far away. And an example of one that's too far away, and I have it on my worst cover list here, <laughs> is this uh, Money, That's What I Want, right? So it's a very famous song. It was originally done by Barrett Strong in 1959. Okay. The Beatles covered it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which everyone knows that version, right? Okay. But then a British band called the Flying Lizards covered it. Great and, name for a band. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Bad, bad song. I don't like it. Um, it was a huge hit. Like, Get out, really? It was a huge hit. Yeah, she she kind of sings it weird, and it gets weird. Oh, female lead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, so what, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. What, what was bad about it? Was just the vocals, or like the, the... Vo- it's it annoyed? Yeah, it's annoying. Vocals <laughs> annoying. Uh, okay, go ahead. I mean, give it a listen, and, and you know, see if see if you get into it. But it's uh, it's just it's just too weird and like choppy and not my thing. And I feel like that changed it too much. Then you get into parodies like uh, like William Hung. Right, was she bad? Right. right, yeah. We didn't even. Oh, okay. I guess. Like, yeah, I guess. Weird Al Yankovic. He changes the. Yeah, that's, he, that's he wouldn't really be weird. Al parody. A genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really a cover. It's a parody. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I'm looking at your list here. William Hung, she bangs. Uh, uh, yeah. I, was that even a popular Ricky Martin song? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we'll that was a big one. What else you got there? Um, well, Hillary Duff doing my generation. She has no business doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Madonna and America. Madonna's great. I don't know what she was doing with American Pie I, there. I don't know. That's strange to me. I don't know what happened there. And we kind of talked about this one. <laughs> okay. Start. I think this is All right. so okay. I made your best, but Limp Biscuit. Get the f*** up. Doing Faith. Hey, okay. Right? Fred Durst. Okay. First of all, I saw something on Facebook or on Twitter, and uh, um, it was uh, a picture of Limp Biscuit. Limp Biscuit's new uh, new logo or something like that. They have you can't, a logo? You can't even you can't even tell that it's Limp Biscuit. And maybe that's the point because they don't want people to know Limp Biscuit is still around. You know they don't want people associating Limp Biscuit <laughs> with Limp Biscuit. But uh, <laughs> I don't mind. Okay, I don't mind it. It's probably it's a guilty pleasure, I guess. I didn't mind that cover of uh, of George Michael's uh, of Faith, yeah. but. Um, Limp, Limp Biscuit is shit. Yeah. their bass player, or whoever their guitarist is, looks West, like West Moreland. Looks West like Moreland. looks like a, a fucking possessed lemming, or I don't know what. <laughs> like he's got like black eyes. One of them's a general during the Vietnam War. My West God. Moreland or West Borland. I can't. I can't. One I of them's really, a guitarist. That's, from yeah. But uh, okay, fair enough. I mean, agree to disagree. I don't mind it. I don't think it's the worst, but certainly. Yeah, you know what? That Joni Mitchell, uh, uh, the Counting Crows cover of that Joni Mitchell famous song, Big Yellow Taxi, really does suck. Yeah. Um, And I'm trying to figure out why it sucks. No, it's just, it's too, like, it's like, it it seems... It's it's political, isn't it? It's political. And then when they do it... It's not. It's not. It sounds really, it's, it sounds like 50s cheerleading bunch of guys. Yeah, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't have the same, um, I think when Joni Mitchell sings it, you can kind of, you can kind of sense her sarcasm. You can sense the, uh, yeah, the... It's tongue in cheek. uh, Right. And when, when, uh, what's the guy's name? I don't know. Dreads. Yeah. Um, pineapple head there. (laughs) Uh, he sings it. He, I don't know. It's almost like he's making light of the song and it just doesn't, it doesn't fit. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. It's, I don't like it's it. It's poorly done. I don't like it. Um, the other one I have on here, which I which I can't stand, is uh, oh my god, Pink Floyd's another brick in the wall done by Corn. Yeah, yeah. It's why the it hell just didn't turn you, out. Why would you cover A that? for effort, F for execution? Uh, why would you cover that? That's fucking bad. Did not turn out for sure. 
Um, so those are the worst, and, and I agree worst, yeah. wholeheartedly with with definitely most of those. I got Limp Bizkit. <laughs> I don't know. Come on, I don't you got know. a soft spot. There's something wrong with me, but all right. But you're best. So you have two. So you talked about Shane O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing compares to you. And then you have, you know what? The original was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Jimi Hendrix blows it out of the water. Yes, yeah, uh, and which is tough to do. But Jimmy was obviously a, a class in his own. Again, God what, rest his soul. What? Yes, Twenty Seven Club. Twenty. He's in the Twenty Seven yeah. Club for sure. Yeah. Um, know what makes one. What makes Jimi Hendrix's cover of uh, All on the Watchtower so good? I think he just he takes that like Dylan kind of folky song and turns it into a rock and roll masterpiece. Yep. And yep. that's it's as simple as that. That right from the opening riff. Oh, it's psychedelic. Over. Yeah, it's over. Did you it's ever – so um, I first heard that song years ago in high school, but I remember um, – did you ever watch uh, Battlestar Galactica? Mm-hmm. That? Yeah. I mean, so that yeah. song yeah, – Yeah, right. Is, yeah. is it in the credits or is it in the some episode? I can't remember. I've, yeah, do they play it at the end or something? Like, I don't remember, it, but it, – it, it gets you fired up. So yeah. a song like that has nothing to do with space. No. Whatsoever. Let alone Cylons. <laughs> it could be. I'm not really sure. Um, what the fuck that song fucking about. plays. And holy shit, man. Like, uh, for me, it always reminds me of, uh, of, of BSG. So, yeah. Um, no, that's, 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 uh, I think that was like, I think that's the first Jimi Hendrix song I ever heard. Really? I eh? kind of stuck. Yeah. Like so, as a kid, right? You right, right, right. That and not purple haze, you. purple haze. I don't know. It was all on the watchtower. Yeah, and like, amazing. and again, when I was like, you know, a, you know, like a kid, like nine, 10, 11, whatever it yeah. was when you first hear that. And then you learn that it's a Bob Dylan song and you kind of go from there. But right, right, right. So the first time I heard that song was a Jimi Hendrix version and it rocked my world. Right on. So Murray, let, let's, let's dive into, we got a couple minutes left. Let, mm-hmm. Let's dive into, uh, uh, songs that are covers that are surprising covers. Yeah. Cause I would have figured that they were actually originals. So you want to list off some of the, want to list off some of those? Yeah. So we actually, in our research for this, because again, we do hours of research tons, for the show. Tons, tons um, of research. We, we both independently came up with kind of like a surprise list here. Yep. So some of the ones that I put on here uh, were Soft Cell, Tainted Love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, originally done by Gloria Jones. Right. And it's kind of like an R&B kind of, again, I've, I've known that Soft Cell song for ages, forever. Yep. Uh, recently found out that it was Gloria Jones' soundtrack. Um, another one... Uh, Eric Clapton's version of Cocaine, mm-hmm. J.J. Kale, yep. you know, sort of the swamp blues yep. guy. Um, again, God rest his soul. Yep. Not Clapton. He's still alive. J.J. Kale, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in. Yep. <laughs> um, other ones uh, that I learned today, actually, or recently, yep. in the last couple of days that recovers, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper. It's a song by yeah, Robert Hazard. I don't so know. Never heard that version. I don't know. Yeah. A gentleman recorded that original song, and then Cindy Lauper. Obviously, I'm curious to know what that even sounds like—the original. Yeah, um, we should put, we should give that a listen. Yeah, give that a listen. Um, and the other one, and this is a sort of a throwback. If you're kind of like a '90s, right, 80s right, right. child growing up, right? Natalie and Brulia with her hit "Torn." That is messed up. Yeah. I did not. And you're saying that the original is more of like the a, original is like an L.A. grunge band called Edna Swap. <laughs> Um, make any sense. And I listen to it, and it's like it's, it starts off like kind of quiet, like kind of fuzzbox guitars. Yes, yeah. And then after the first chorus, it kicks in. The drums kick in. The bass kicks in, Strange. and it goes kind of haunting. And then it gets it gets loud. Um, she covered it like a year after. 
That's weird. I I don't know. I, I never would have. And her that. song was absolutely massive, right? Yeah, it was huge. But you can still hear that on, you know, the Jewel ninety two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or no, Magic I, FM. No Magic FM, not one of five point three because that's Virgin. No, Virgin. no, changed, changed. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple others, Murray. Uh, in our in our research here, um, don't turn around. <laughs> uh, Tina Turner cover. I don't even know what the do you know what the original sounds like? Is it very similar to that? I'm, no, I don't know. Never Ace heard of it. Base. Yeah, Ace of Base. Massive, massive band in the 90s. Yeah, who um, may or may not be Nazis. You can Google that. Wow. Yeah. That is, we could do a whole show on that one maybe. That's crazy. <laughs> Former, okay, yeah. wow. Neo-Nazis. Neo-Nazi band. Yeah. Bands, okay. Uh, the Clash is I Fought the Law, which was original by uh, the Crickets. And then the, uh, you were saying the, the more popular version, the Bo- Bobby Fuller 4. Yeah. Um, did not know that the Clash covered that. Um, and there was one other... I mean, Santana is probably the biggest, <laughs> but I, okay. So I didn't know that Tito Puente, actually, I know who Tito Puente is, yeah. but I didn't realize that Santana, uh, Carlos Santana and his band covered Oyo Como Va, uh, Tito, Puente. Tito Puente song. Tito Puente, God Rest His Soul? Yes. Is that, um, is that a yes? I don't know. I think he's dead. I'm pretty okay. sure he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's dead. I inflected on my question there because I wasn't positive. But, uh, but yeah, that's also another cover. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the I one. Know. I mean, the one thing that too that I noticed uh, is when it comes to cover songs yeah. and people covering songs, Bob Dylan has oh, people okay. cover him all the time, and they're all usually pretty damn good. Okay, so why? Well, that's a, okay. That's I think interesting. He's just, he's just like the he's a poet. The lyrics, right? Poets he speaks good, to yeah. people, yeah. and then like again, kind of like Leonard Cohen, not much of a musician or obviously not a good singer either right you could but people can take that and just and just sail with it like again hendrix is on there Uh, i got back on there he does a copy of leper skin pillbox hat right the birds mr tambourine right yeah and does i shall be released and paint my masterpiece both great rage against the machine with maggie's farm yes outstanding um Wow. George Harrison, right? If not, there's. I mean, the list. The list goes on. There's so many great Dylan. Yeah, covers. Adele. Adele does cover. Uh, yeah. Feel my love. Um, wow. So, and maybe it goes back to our original question: What makes a great? What makes a good cover? A great mm-hmm. cover. I think. I guess if if your Bob Dylan sort of reference makes any sense, it come. I mean, I think the common denominator has to be. Like, lyrically a good song yeah otherwise what the and there's a lot of soul to them too like yeah you, yeah you get that feeling and people identify with that i mean that's what music's all about right you you feel you get you feel from it right 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 and and they're like you know what i'm i'm gonna change this just slightly so i make it my own but keeping that that part to it right, right and that's right. and that, like we said we're at the top right that's what makes that good cover for sure interesting all right, so one of, I mean, one of the things that I often wondered with, like, music, because, like, I remember listening to, like, music in the car with my parents, and they listened yeah. to a lot of oldies, like, you know, 60s and, and oldies, that stuff. Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, yeah, oldies to 90, 1150 was another big one. Um, and one of the things I remember thinking, just, you know, as a budding young mind, <laughs> right, was if these songs came out today, would people like them? Mm, okay. If they came out today. And so as I got older, right, you know, I had to pretend I didn't like this music when I was a kid because I'd be like, Dad, this sucks. Yeah, but you were bobbing your head. But I was, I was like, yeah, you're bobbing your head, yeah. Um, and one of the bands was Tommy James and the Shondells. What? Which – I don't even know who that is. Which I – well, you might. Okay. Um, which like – it was like, oh, yeah, they got some good songs. Um, 
so I recently, well, not recently, this is years ago, actually, I, I bought like their best stuff or whatever. And, okay. and, you know, there was a retrospective liner notes in there and it talked about, um, how in 1987, there was a song that was out very popular. It was by an artist called Tiffany. Yeah. Called, I think we're alone now. Yeah. Right. And that was a number one hit. <laughs> yeah. And that's a Tommy James and the Shondell Shut song. Shut up. Yeah. So it was a number one hit for, for Tiffany and it enjoyed a few weeks on the charts, yeah, which is totally really good for her, yeah. until it was bumped off by a song by Billy Idol called Money Money. Money Money. Yeah, exactly. Money Money. Uh, which happens all the time in, in pop music, right? Right, right. Money Money is also a Tommy James and the Shondells song. What? So Tiffany, her wow. number one hit, knocked off by Money Money, Tommy, Tommy James and the Shondells. So two songs from the 60s by the same band. That's crazy. Both became number one hits, 1987, back-to-back. So I'm curious, and this is probably for our research maybe for our, our next episode, mm-hmm. but so for, for, for those artists, Billy Idol and Tiffany, and even the what's – what's the original band, sorry? Bobby – Bobby James and the Shondells. Yeah. They did like Crimson and Clover, oh right? My like, oh, yeah. my God. Who makes money at that point? Because if you're recording a cover – Technically, it is yeah. a new song, a new track, albeit a, a take on like. And at that point, are artists even concerned about making making money off of? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm curious how to, uh, like. Basically, most of the time, and this is just you know we can we can maybe 50, research 50? it. Yeah, no, it's not fifty fifty. The, the artist, so whoever owns the rights to the song, whether it's the artist, which usually it isn't. Okay, at record that point, label. it's a record label or yeah. whoever it is. Uh, they get the majority of profits okay. for that song. Um, sometimes you can negotiate it so that you get a little bit if you're doing the cover, but most of the time the majority would go to the person. Uh-huh. Um, what it does is it can build exposure for you, right? Um, so a lot of a lot of people made their careers off of covers, right? True. Like yeah. like Natalie Imbruglia, for example. True. Like people probably went to her show because she had that hit. Plus she was a babe. Well, yeah, and Australian. Yeah. You can't, oh my god, yeah, you can't turn that down. Um, but like bands like Manford Man, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they, you know, uh, Blinded by the Light, yeah, Springsteen song, and like the Mighty Quinn, which is again a Dylan song, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right there. So I, I don't even know their original songs. No, I don't I know either. Yeah. People buy their albums because you know that shit's on there. Right? Yeah, that's true. So I think that's kind of the benefit of a cover, but you don't see much of the profits from that song that's my understanding i get yeah that makes send sense. send us an email if you know yeah i don't i'm not really sure yeah, I mean, yeah. I, but you know it makes sense if you do a, a a cool or unique enough cover that'll get you you know radio play or just you know notoriety so that, that yeah. definitely makes sense so yeah fantastic well this is cool. 30 minutes this is long yeah one. this is a long one right we're gonna here. have to cut some stuff out Murray. yeah we might have to well it's all gold though yeah it is all gold. it's all gold it's all it's all our intellectual property. I don't really care. You can <laughs> exactly. Um, right. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. I think next episode, uh, who knows? We might be talking about the uh, the last hip concert that's going to be happening that's this right. month. Uh, we might even um, dabble into some Olympics. Who knows? That's right. The Olympics. Uh, we might even put it to a vote. But uh, so keep keep tabs on us. On you Twitter. never know. We're crazy. We're wild and crazy. We're great. Great. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. All Peace. Right.
All right, so uh, here we go. We well, yeah, we fucked up a lot on episode three. Yes, we did. Uh, I blame yes, the beer. So okay, Murray, I owe you an apology. It's, um, it's okay. Clearly, uh, hopefully, a Anu D does the same thing. Uh, but this is Anu D. If you're listening, this is what a man does. This is what a man does. So, Murray, I apologize for uh, for blatantly uh, calling you out, saying that uh, the song Pompeii by Bastille wasn't an actual song. I know the song. I just didn't think it was actually called Pompeii. What the hell does that even <laughs> like the lyrics? Yeah. Has nothing to do with. I don't know. Maybe they do have something to do with Pompeii, well, which was because uh, if. I don't know. If you close your eyes, what? Like, the, the hot lava won't hurt as much? No, like, it, it'll, it'll still hurt, but when you open them again, it feel, I feel like the town is in the same place oh, whatever. As, it was, as it was before, right? Okay. So everyone kind of froze. People were going about, because the pyrocrastic plastic flow, sure. whatever it was, the, sure. the lava. That's going to make the next one. so fast <laughs> that it froze the town. So when you close your eyes, you open them again, even though centuries have passed. Okay. Sure. Nothing, nothing. I'll take your word for it. Nothing's changed. I'll at take all. your word for it. What else did we anyway, fuck up on? Apology right? accepted. Yeah. Uh, what else did we fuck up on? Well, we uh, got the hometown of Darwin Barney wrong from the Blue Jays. I think we said he was from like L.A. or like yeah, Compton. I, I just assumed. <laughs> anyway, he because he like gangster rap. Yeah. He um, did. Anyway, he's from the home of gangster rap, Portland, Oregon. Yep, Portland, Oregon. Not wherever Great we craft said brew. From. Awesome yeah. IPAs. Yeah. Uh, I just like to apologize for all of our Spanish. None. I don't think any of our translations were correct. Um, so no. sorry for that. No. I'm, I'm, don't, no. I didn't really research research the correct uh, translations. But uh, next, next up is uh, Boston Red Sox pitcher David Price. His Boo. contract is seven years, two hundred and seventeen million dollars. Not three hundred bajillion. bajillion. Yeah. Not. Yeah. Uh, Jay Hap, that's the cor- <laughs> cor- correct uh, pronunciation of his name, even though it's J period A period. He goes by Jay Hap. He makes a cool and very economical three yes. uh, twelve million dollars a year, three years, thirty six million. Best He's pitcher in baseball, sixteen and three. Right Give now. that yep. guy Cy Young, baby. Hook him up. All right. Uh, speaking of pitchers, that's three in a row for pitchers now. Yeah. Jason Grilly. Jason Grilly. Um, he is not one hundred and seven. <laughs> He is 39 years old. Which is, which is pretty close to, yeah. Yeah. Pretty close to 100. Uh, and last but not least, Murray, we were, you and I were both uh, at a loss for figuring out who the hell the actor was that played yeah. uh, that dude in Game of Thrones. So Ian McShane of Deadwood fame, mm-hmm. uh, great actor in that show, uh, played Septon Ray on Game of Thrones for one episode until he was hung, hanged? Until he was hanged by uh, uh, the Brotherhood. That's right, um, um, and that's who we thought that R.A. Dickey, Dickey would be. Would be born again Christian. True, R.A. Dickey. True, true. All right, that's uh, what we fucked up on. Until next episode, guys. Uh, thanks again for listening. Bye. Peace out. Some kind of way out of here Say the joker to the thief There's too much confusion